Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bed Podcast for Saturday, 24th of August, 2019. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me this week, I can't say as always, it's Andy Vaughan. Hi, John. How you doing? You were here bang on time, Andy. I was. As I was walking in, right behind me, kind of creepy. And Gordo. Incredible. Who, Incredible. Is, al- who is always here? Who is? I, I have made it. Despite having to find the, the city bikes. Yeah, to have to find a city bike station with no bikes on it. <laughs> so. Is that the only good thing Boris Johnson ever did for the UK? Was it's the, the idea of city bikes? City bikes and bendy buses. Oh, come on, it certainly wasn't his idea, was it? <laughs> no. He'd I don't know, he's got all those model he just, buses. He just took, he's credit, credit, some model just took credit for it. Yeah. Have you seen in his, did you see in his most um, recent video that was like doing the rounds on the, you know, the Downing Street Facebook or whatever it was? It's him addressing like the nation and there's a fucking model bus in the background. <laughs> It's like, well, did you? People did don't you, forget Boris. That, this, no, but this we'll get we'll get onto football in a second. But this is just something interesting. Did you do you watch John Oliver's last week today? Or last week tonight? I do, but I've not seen like so, if this was in the last week or so. So, I seen it. what is Boris Johnson famous for during the Brexit campaign? The big bus. red bus and the lie on the side of it. So, if you get an interview when you're about to be prime minister, talking about oh yeah, I totally understand why he did it to bump his Google results. Down. Yeah. yeah. So if you now search Boris Johnson bus, you don't see NHS three hundred fifty million. You now see a weird interview about Boris Johnson discussing model buses. That's, that's a total PR spin. It's, yeah. some, it's it's awful. But now, but now, what you might get is if you type in Boris Johnson buses, you'll get the story of how he tried to cover up a great <laughs> big lie yeah. with a stupid video. So. I- um, a huge thank you again to everyone that retweeted. I think that's once again the same week again. We've had more retweets. Than 20, else. Re- 20 retweets on um, Twitter. It doesn't seem like a lot. Twitter is a bit of a hole sometimes, but the, the downloads are looking in the right direction. So it's having an impact. Again, same idea. Even if you're not into it, but you know a friend who bets, you hear somebody bets, listens to podcasts, just give them a recommendation. We'll start with last week's picks. I'll dive in quickly with mine. I had Zelina at home to Nitra, 1-3 in the Slovakian Premier League. Zelina won 3-0. Pretty easy for me for my banker, which I was relieved of because my value and outsider were dead by this point and my charity pick was gone. <laughs> so I'd put pressure on myself. But I had also mentioned Celta Vigo to score against Real Madrid. And they did in uh, stoppage time. Although, although it came in... Well, just ignore that. Ignore when it, it came, came in. in. It happened. They scored. That was also 1-3. So I'm taking benefit for a double banker that I gave you. Even though you could have chosen not to have it. Right, okay. Are you also taking the double values and the double outsiders as well? I've actually got three values, but I'll, I'll take the hit and the double values. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my banker came good. Uh, 3-0 also Hammer Bay against Sundsvall. And my charity pick came good. 1-0 Copenhagen away at Randers. Again, these were both on the Friday night, so everything's looking yeah, rosy yours, on Friday yours evening. Yeah, that's it. Mine, mine was uh, Stadlaval home to Chole. They won 2 0 comfortably. Be- better than even money, yeah. which is making Eight me sick. seven. Because you're you putting loads of pressure on me. Because you're a Don't pick Kelly. That's right. the last two that's weeks. Not, that's the only rule we have. We, Just don't pick Kelly. We talked about adding this last time. <laughs> Kilmarnock 
are 100% on a no-fly zone. For you? No, for everyone. I, I don't know if you can just implement that across yeah, the board, Yeah, no, because Commander Hamilton was twice on you and now it's twice on me. Aye, last season. Yeah. It's a new season. No, no. I think, I was speaking to a couple of people and Kilmarnock, we cannot bet on or against ever again. They they are removed. And what we should introduce is we all have one veto a season where we actually say, no, you're not allowed to put that in this podcast. Okay, I'll take that. So like that. you should have initiated that last week. I'm going to use it week, week one. <laughs> <laughs> Retroactively. So yeah, um, what com- else happened to com- me? Well, Commander drew 0-0, but they then went on to cheekily win. Oh, yeah, extra time. Extra time. Yeah. Which is fucking infuriating. I feel like you should get your money back if that happens. Yeah, because you really want them to lose then, don't you? you? Well, we were exactly talking about this. Please let Hamilton go through here. Um, my value was Peterhead at home to Dumbarton. Oh, my God. Well, Peterhead were 2 0 up. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, another, there's another argument here for Dumbarton also being the cunts list because of what Gary has pointed out is every time we've bet on them, they've not won. And every time you bet against them, they've fucked it. Yeah. Every time. So I had a friend that was at the game and I was messaging him. I was like, how the hell has this happened? And he went, well, Dumbarton have exploited like the same defensive weakness three times in a row to score you'd think maybe Peterhead would have done something about that and I was like oh <laughs> just bad mismanagement and then my outsider was Stoke Derby and again Derby had the lead so there was one point where I texted you guys and I was like all my picks are winning and it was like less than 10 minutes into the game yep yeah it's never going to hold out was it no well I think at that point we also pointed out my outsider and Anna and away to Albion was also winning 1-0 up yeah they ended yep. up losing 3-2 my value was Barcelona away to Babao if I had any inclination as to how unfit Barcelona's squad was, so no Messi, Suarez went off injured, Dembele went off injured later, Rakitic, Busquets were on the bench. Yeah. They they were not a strong team and it's actually surprised that Bilbao took so long to win the game. There was loads of possession with nothing happening. I was at the Cure gig just watching like the stats on Skybet going, <laughs> this is never happening. Like that, that's As soon as I seen the lineup, I went, I literally wish I could bring the podcast back and do it again. There's there's nothing worse when you know, like, see when you're you're watching a game, yeah. you see something and you're like, oh, the writing's on the wall here. I knew Messi was maybe unavailable, but I was like, Dumbelli, Coutinho, I didn't realise the whole Coutinho thing was still going on now that he's away. Mm. Um, so yeah, Gordo, your Friday night? Uh, yeah, so my my Friday night, the charity was fine, came in 2-0. Uh, the first of my treble came in, that was Dunkirk at home to Bezier. They won 2-1. Um, again, Dunkirk... Um, just on a tear. That's three games in a row. Nancy versus Le Mans. So, it was meant to be a draw. <laughs> Nancy went down to nine men yeah. and then come back and won the game in the 90 plus four. Uh, I, I, I can't really do any more than that. Um, Ajaccio versus Chateroux was 1-0 Chateroux. So, um, it's... So, there was a point where it was Dunkirk winning 1-1 and, the, and, the other and two 1-0 were drawn. in the other game. Yeah, uh, yeah, one nil in the game, but yeah, it was so. Um, apologies to uh, Martin Erickson who posted in the Facebook group being like, "This fourfold was a bit." T- I was like, "This was never meant to be taken as a fourfold." Talk, talking about Martin Erickson, he got a disgusting amount of points in fantasy football this week in the Trample Bet League. Sixty-four points. Oh, I don't which, even know if that's I th- good. Well, I think the average was thirty-four. Ouch! So seriously, seriously well good. Done, so, so well done, Martin. So yeah, Friday night treble, one out of three again, but happy with the charity coming in and getting beat by a 94th minute goal by a nine-man team. Yeah, you. I mean, that's the charity last week, you picked a six to five. Yeah. The charity this week, you're getting eight to seven. One of your picks in the treble was 11 to 10. Yeah. These are good odds that are getting picked. These are these are the value bets. 
yeah. that we're putting in charity. Yeah, so, so I, I, I mean, the, the treble will come in at some point, but uh, yeah, it was, it was, I, I was happy with that one because again, it's close. Like I haven't had a game yet that was less than a goal out mm. from what, what yeah. I'm looking for. So I mean, again, what do you mean you haven't picked something that lost eight <laughs> one? <laughs> Not yet. I don't think that'll ever be surpassed. <laughs> no. Well, to be fair, see when Annan was free one up after 25 minutes. <laughs> thinking, oh I my God, it might be Alb- the 8-1. Albion, Albion Rovers are about to get a scudding. So that was last week's picks. Uh, move on to getting Ziggy with it this week. So there's been a lot of action. Right, what we'll do is we'll always pick a player of the week to start with, which this week's Tony Watt. And do look through the Twitter because you've been excellent at posting all, all the good highlights. All the goals and all the highlights are there. Um, a lot of the games aren't clipped, so you don't just get the goal you're going to have to watch. A lot of the commentary is not in English, so you're going to have to know who to look out for. You also get some strange adverts watching these. The, the Danish league one? Yeah, some sort same. of like Danish public transport system and then something else as well. And then another one in the middle. So That may be relevant for you though, like the volume of time you spend in Copenhagen. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the thing is, everyone speaks English there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Tony Watt is the player of the week. CSK Sofia won 3-2 against Arda. He got a goal and assist. His goal is lovely. It's beautiful. Weak foot volley from about maybe 10 yards. Yeah, it's lovely. In the top corner. I don't have the highlights of the game, so I don't know what his assist was like. I just know that he shared that. He also got a man in the match in the game. So that was good. That was his second league goal of the season in five games. And that was the first game he started since the first game of the season when he scored. So we're quite happy because it looks like he's going to actually be playing again. Mm-hmm. Nice. Which is always a relief. Jack Harper for Alcaron made his debut away to Nemanthia. They won 1-0. He was involved in the goal. We actually set it up. Now, this leads me on to why we're doing this podcast. Now, People like Ryan Gold were only ever in the paper here when something bad happened. So there's a Ryan Gold generator story, which is whatever happened to Ryan Gold. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whilst he plays professional football for money, full time yep. in Portugal in the second division. It's an alright life. There isn't like an article on every championship player in Scotland going, whatever happened to these guys? Yeah. Like, you mean the guys that are still earning money playing football every week in front of you? <laughs> so it annoyed me. Jack Harper had a brilliant assist in this goal. So he's, he's won the ball back, poked it to the left corner of the box. Mm-hmm. That guy's then played it back into him and he's taken a touch and played a pass into a striker who was making a third man run. Striker's a nice finish. It's a lovely wee goal. It's on the Twitter page if you want to go find it. However, the article in the Daily Record pointed out that Jack Harper started up front with ex-Rangers flop, Sandaza. You mean ex-Dundee United incredible player, yeah. Francisco Sandaza. Now, do you see how those two articles have nothing to do with Jack Harper? None. Zero. No. But also, it's funny how... It's, so that's also unfair on Sandaza. It's also a clickbait article to get one of the biggest supported clubs in the UK. Yeah. That's all it is. But no mention of the Scotland Under-21 international, Jack Harper, and his involvement in the game. Just that he happened to be paired with somebody who once played for Rangers and wasn't good at it. Yeah. It's not, so this was my whole the whole point around this is actually giving coverage to players Scottish footballers Scottish abroad. footballers abroad who are playing football yeah. so Jack Harper a brilliant assist in your debut Alcron 1-1-0 they were not expected they were, I think they were 4-1 to, to win away nice. to Manthea so 
Johnny Russell, this is a brilliant story. <laughs> well. So Sporting Kansas beat San Jose 2-1. Johnny Russell was kind of involved in the goal. He puts a cross into one striker who chests it down and the guy volleys in for there. So yeah, like, like half an assist, a quarter of an on, assist. Like, flash score, it always shows the two names that involved in the assist because it was a lovely move. But was it who was it? Was it you that t- tagged us on? Sporting Kansas City put out a, a tweet and video of a stag do from a group of Dundee United fans that ended up at the game <laughs> and they're on the pitch and Johnny Russell's across like giving them some Kansas City memorabilia and just a bit of good chat and stuff brilliant stuff like that's know, great that would be like I think if I if I ever did for some reason get married and had a stag do I would genuinely want to go see Ryan Gold yeah just in the same light and just be like I am but I thought it was cool because it wasn't Dundee United that were promoting this. It was Sporting Kansas. It was Sporting Kansas yeah. that were promoting it, and like, oh, we've had a group from overseas come to our stadium today. Great to see them, and they met their favourite ex-player. So no, it was cool. it was very good. Did, uh, you, did you? So when you watched the interview, did you see there was one guy in the middle as well? Like obviously, like Johnny Russell was all like giving them like a high five and all that, and he got one guy in the middle. All right, Johnny, how's it going? And, oh fuck, avoid this boy. Right, next <laughs> move on. <laughs> I hope that was the, like the stag. That, that was like. Uh, a frightened rabbit. I met the frightened rabbit gig over in Amsterdam. Yeah, and we couldn't. You could only buy tickets if you were local. Yep. So we. This was like early days of Twitter when you could actually tweet someone and get a reply. Yeah. So I remember tweeting the frightened rabbit page and got a response saying, "How many of these are coming?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, it's four of us coming over." And he was like, "Right, cool." And um, I followed you. Look in your inbox and just send me a mail in the morning, and I'll make sure you're added to the guest list when we get to the venue. Oh, cool. So we got in and it was similar to that. It was they came on stage and I mommy went, Fucking get on it, Scott and he went, Oh, there they are. <laughs> One of four <clears throat> Talking about that, I went to see Denmark versus the Republic of Ireland in the qualifiers for the last major tournament. The the horrible nil nil game in Copenhagen. Um and I went with a group of friends, but I'm a member of the Danish Football Association fucking <laughs> supporters club. But for the first time, what they did was they had this double factor authentication where in order to buy tickets for the home end, you had to get it sent to a Danish mobile number, which obviously I do not have. Yep. But I know plenty of people out there, so I'm scrambling about getting all this. And then obviously at the stadium, they hear our accents, like try to get into the home end. And this this woman's like, no, no, you cannot come in. And it was the Danish boys round about us didn't know them. They're like, they're not Irish. You can tell they're not Irish. Listen to their voice. Because <laughs> we're all winning Denmark tops yeah. and stuff. But yeah, they were all for not letting us into that game. <laughs> Where are we now? Fiona Brown, Rosengard of two games. Uh, Rosengard won 3 0 against Bun- Bunker Fellow. I need to get used to these names. The commentary yeah. doesn't make it easy for me. See, see if you take a, a, a leaf out of Gordon's book, right? What he would have done there is just say that really confidently and really fast, regardless if it was right or wrong. Yeah. She played 80 minutes in a 3 0 victory. Um, she wasn't involved in any of the goals, so she wasn't really involved in the highlights. She should have had one assist, actually. I'm just remembering that now. It was a beautiful cross in the right. Header went over the bar, so she should have had an assist. Just a terrible header. <laughs> but I don't have the highlights of the Vatshow game, but they drew 0-0 away last night, because it was last night. So I'll be able to get the highlights today and retweet them out. How long before you think football stats start accommodating for things like that? So in baseball, like you get various different stats, but your stats don't get affected if someone makes an obvious error. Right, so there's someone judging every game and going, well, that guy's made an error, so we're not charging the pitcher with that run. How long before Jig Football goes, do you know what? Just give her the assist because that was such a fuck up by the striker <laughs> yeah, and that should have been an assist. It's like Chris Evolumu. Like that yeah, kind of stuff. It's yeah. like, well, that should have been a goal. That's so a goal. That's so we'll, we'll give the guy an assist, a phantom assist. Charlie Gilmore played for Telstar away to Den Bosch. They won 1-0. So it was 0-0 and 1-0 they've had to start the season. So they're fourth in the league. Again, wasn't involved in any of the highlights. 
Um, so it's really hard to give advice. But the problem I'm having with Charlie and Gilmore is they're four and eight. If you can't see the numbers in the move, Charlie Gilmore and number four, uh, number eight, sorry, are the exact same player. <laughs> Like they have, they have the same technique. Can we sponsor them? We got a different haircut. Uh, like, something. Yeah, you want entirely blue it's, hair. It's painful because they are. They have the exact same technique, kicking the ball and everything. It's like oh, this is this is. It's like watching. They've been watching Brian and Michael Loudrop. <laughs> like if you didn't know who was who, and you Frank went, they, and Ronald Dubur. They they run at least they have different feet. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they run the same. You're going, oh, that's this is really hard. Just a, yeah. And obviously, I don't speak fluent. Dutch yet, but also they don't always say the players' names because they assume if you're watching the highlights of yeah. Telstar, you know who these guys are. You're not watching it for fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> a big rant. <laughs> I know. Liam Henderson's Verona get knocked out of the Italian Cup. He lost two one in extra time to Cremonese. Liam Henderson played the full hundred and twenty minutes. Wasn't involved in the goal. It, he had a he had a half chance involved in one of the moves, but it, I'm not going to criticise him. He sh- shouldn't have done better. It was a hard chance. It was a hard chance. That's but fine. Verona, yeah, losing that game because I think Criminese are like low CRC. bottoms. Yeah, like low down. Yeah. They were not favourites. They were, they were again like 7-1 no. to one to go through. But the big game, I would say, was Utah versus Orlando, which involves two of two our players. players. Yeah, so the battle. Rachel Corsi for Utah against Orlando's Claire Emsley. Utah won 2-0. I keep going on about this goal. You need to go watch it. Labonte's assist for Kristen Press's goal. It's phenomenal. It's genuinely incredible. It's just to make it to make it one nil. We didn't cover the top from about thirty yards in Christian Press side foot volley from about eight yards out. Claire Emsley puts in a brilliant cross for Alex Morgan, who's just came back from winning the World Cup. Yep, she should score her header. It's a left foot cross, so she's shown off. Sarah right. Cathola. Mm-hmm. That's who she thinks she is. I'll tell you how one sided this game was. The player I remember most, or just from the commentary, because Ashlyn Harris, who played in goal. Yeah. Because she was just mentioned all the time. So the second, so the, she eventually got beat for the second time yep. from uh, Amy Rodriguez, who is up for the Puskas Award. Ah, yeah. I, the only other person I've seen for that is that Northern Irish girl. The well, volley. Yeah. yeah, that's a clearance. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm kidding. On. <laughs> Might have been a clearance. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 pretty much covers it this week. Uh, David but, David Bates was an unused substitute for Sheffield Wednesday. I'm going to put that in there, even though you don't like it. No, he's done. He's done. <laughs> but he was an unused sub, but then also they lost 1-0, didn't they? They to, did. To, to 10 man Millwall. Yep. It almost feels like nobody's listening to this podcast down in Sheffield. If you play David Bates, you get clean sheets. If, if you are listening to this podcast and you're either from Sheffield or in Sheffield right now, please just tweet us. And also, thank you to Matt Lambert for sending us the video of him and his pals at the Emirates singing Scott Arfield's song yeah. who then liked our tweet which was a really nice boost a good, a good boost for <laughs> an okay the... week yeah. so the addition to Scottish Players Abroad we also have sponsoring a player we chose to sponsor right back Michael Hewitt of Co-Winning Rangers. Co-Winning Rangers won 1-0 against Ben Burb. Ben Burb went down to 10 men and then guess what our sponsored player decided to do? Oh, score an amazing goal, bring it back, no? Make it even. All oh, right, get sent off. <laughs> decide, yeah, no highlights of the game yet. I'm, I'm hoping Ben Grant's now going to do something about the, the recordings of the games so we can see them because there is goals there. But yeah, it was really nice to sponsor a player 
then immediately lose him for two or three yeah. games. <laughs> but it's always it's, it's always good though when you look at the match summary and their name appears as having done something. Well, uh, yeah, Ben, if you run when you run, at least put trampled bats. Michael Hewitt's been saying all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like he's, he's, but he's done something though. His name's there. Yeah, he made an impact yeah, on that game. Maybe, maybe he thought, "Fuck, I've been sponsored this week, but man, he can't get the goal." Like, so just you know, there's, like, there, there's, there's like nineteen other players there that no one knows. You know, if they made an impact at all. What I suspect is they're from the west of Scotland. He's now got probably a two or three match ban, which means he's now free for the old firm weekend to go out with his mates on the Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You said that, That's not it. me. It's a cynic amongst us. <laughs> Uh, and Ziggy Gordon is not featured yet. Although he does have a Australian FA Cup match next Wednesday against Brisbane Roar. Nice. They Look were forward to a 0 draw. No, no, they'll score though. Remember, remember Central Coast Mariners could score. Can score they can't defend. They can't defend. They just concede even yeah. more. So we've got into this week's picks. I've taken Olympiakos at home to Asteris. Although the Greek league has not started, Olympiakos have played four Europa League games, including a round against Pilsen of Poland. And the the Turkish team I can never say begins with a B. Bursaspor. Bursaspor. Not, not them. The other one, Baskarapas. <laughs> I was going to say Besiktas. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Besiktas and Bursaspor is the ones we can say. <laughs> so the next B in Turkey. The next B. But, but they've won all four games and they've not conceded yet. They can beat Pilsen 6 now over two games, which was really impressive. Yeah. Uh, Asteris have had a very poor preseason. Olympiakos have won four of the last five meetings at Olympiakos in this game. They're 1 to 4 for a reason. I think it's pretty strong as a banker. Cool. Um, happy with that. <laughs> And they go. So we record this podcast on a Wednesday morning, but we, we make. <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I was wondering why the pause was. Yeah. We <laughs> we make the picks on a Tuesday, and some of the games that I like to follow and investigate, perhaps the odds come up a wee bit later because well, they're not my, very popular. I'll repeat my odds for my banker. My banker is one to four. When I when I saw it in Betfair last night, it was two to eleven. Right, <laughs> <laughs> that's one to five and a half. <laughs> so um, so I, I put this pick in and I really like the pick for reasons that should I do the reasons first yes and then we can right so it's the Kashima Antlers at home to Gamba Osaka it's Friday morning at 11am Kashima second place 44 points only 4 points behind top of the league Tokyo so they're in with uh, a hunt in the title here Osaka 13th 27 points and they're only 3 points clear of 16th place Sagantosu that's the relegation playoff so you've got a team 4 points off the lead against a team 3 points off relegation uh, Kashima top of the league's 10 game form table 21 points from a possible 30 uh, Osaka 15 points from their last 10 matches and Kashima have just been great at home 28 points from 11 games right so 28 from a maximum yeah. 33 Perfect. And the the one game that they lost was actually the first game of the season. So discounting that and just going for their last 10 games, they're nine wins, one draw. Um, Osaka managed 13 points from 11 away games, so a much worse record. And 18 home games in 2019. Kashima won 15, drawn one, and only lost two. And one of those two was a Champions League match. right? So they're absolutely amazing at home against a team that aren't that great at home. Their only home loss in the league, as I said, was was opening day. And the 2-2 draw was against Hiroshima, who are good, and it was a 95th-minute equaliser. Right. So I'm all over Kashima. I think it's a pretty solid banker. 
You will get them at eight to eleven. No, eight to seven. Yeah, <laughs> eight to seven at Bet three six five. So over even money. Um, when I found that out this morning, I thought, "Fuck it." The reasons are still good. Yeah, no, they are. I'm, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> it just worries me that what 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 do we not know? Well, I'm I'm watching these games on recruiting sports and stuff like this. So there's nothing that I've seen that would mean Kashima are any weaker than they would be any other week. Yeah. I, I can't argue. I don't know enough about the league. We'll take a price in anomaly. That's fine. Like you know. Yeah, I should be delighted by this price yeah. instead. Yeah. Instead, it, I'm slightly skeptical. If it comes in, it's a it's a massive win for this podcast because we've definitely found a so, mistake. Something good there. Yeah. So it's Friday morning, as I say. This podcast right. comes out on Thursday, so it's Friday at eleven a.m. So it might be a um a win for the people who listen to it on Thursday night. Yeah. Because there are Early people. Bird. There are people who tweet me right away saying it's out, and I go, oh. People are actually waiting. As it's That's it, just waiting for it to come. Those, those three people. For my value, I've got Leicester away to Sheffield United. So I watched both games on Sunday. Leicester in the second half against Chelsea. Were you talked about maybe taking them against Chelsea. I did. Yeah, but they dominated Chelsea they, in the second. In the half. second half, it was it was if they when they got their goal, which was like sixty six minute, they had a lot of chances to go and win that game. Like a lot, James. Madden, I, don't, I don't think it would be unfair to say Chelsea at times were hanging on. Yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. The two, the two clear breaks. You did Vardy's shot with the left foot across the goal, and then you Tielemans one that was cut back from Albrighton. Yeah, which he should have scored. Should have scored. And then there was Va- there was Madison's chance when it kind of broke out in the box and mm. it stumbled through a few people and he put over the bar. There was so many clear chances. Chelsea didn't have a chance of note in the second half, to my recollection. Yeah, they they. they Abraham should have maybe got to a header, but he missed the ball completely. But th- this is two weeks in a row now. Chelsea have been pretty good and looked like the dominant team in the first half and then totally faded, faded. in the second half. But they have played Man U, Liverpool, True. for 120 minutes and a penalty shootout travel to Turkey. And then Le- Leicester will be... I said this before. They set up better against Chelsea than they did against Wolves, mm. which they try to dominate possession and play it for the back. They still did that, but the penetrative passes from defence into Madison and forward... They turned Chelsea's midfield instantly. So, on the other flip side of that, I seen Sheffield United beat Crystal Palace, but Crystal Palace were shite. They were bad. It was, and it was not a good game. So, I think Sheffield United will see what Premier League football is properly against Leicester, and I think Leicester will win six to uh, six to five or five to four, different odds. Mm. But I, I do think if Leicester can figure out the counter-attacking aspect a wee bit better, they'll murder teams with Vardy Madison. Um, and Didi midfield looks amazing although he did give although it was definitely his fault for the goal made what, up for it what made, was the match of the day commentator all about man the guy's just scored a go- an equaliser against Chelsea granted it was his fault for the goal he looked like he was going to start crying he went so how do you feel about the first goal because it was definitely your fault and he goes yeah I feel really bad I'm trying to forget about it I, was like, I didn't see that interview I'll find it it's horrendous quite harsh I was like because well, he's obviously young he looks like a wee boy ready to break down on TV yeah. and he didn't even look happy about his goal he was like yeah I scored the head on it was okay I was like oh mate you're, a an, you're an arsehole <laughs> brilliant so your second value of the day Andy uh, <laughs> um, we're on Sunday now five o'clock in the Danish Superliga which is six games into this season uh, Bronby third place 13 points home to Aarhus who are 12th of 14 with only five points uh, Bronby nine points from four home matches so far but it's the head-to-head record that I really like here um, this fixture massively favours Bronby when Bronby are the home team uh, the last 10 fixtures have yielded eight Bronby wins two draws 
and no wins for Aarhus, and it's a combined score of 17-5. to um, So home win for Bronby here at 12-11 to on Bet365, so over even money. Nice, I was expecting that pick to come in at like 1-3 to <laughs> for my value. <laughs> yeah, that is that, that form on Bronby at home is, oh my God, that, even if you go back to 20 games, it's, it's very decent. There's a lot of scuddings in there. Yeah. 5 Bronby 5-0, 4-0, 4-0, 3-1, 3-2. So better than even money for a Bromby win is something that I think is represents good value this week. Yeah, that's, that's decent. My outsider, I think there's a very good chance, but... Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Andy, Arsenal. We're, not, we're not playing this again because it killed us last time. <laughs> it's also a bad pick. It's not I, a bad pick. I agree, I agree. I'm actually going to the game, so I, I don't you? want any added value or added pressure. Of well, for the, for the teams that we support the Premier League, it's two Arsenal to one Liverpool here and, yes. they, and they meet. That will not be the score. <laughs> we're going to win, I think, 3-1 or something. Yeah, uh, Arsenal still don't have any defence. No. Like, it's Kolasinac really, played last week. He came on, but yeah. it wasn't good. No, but you wouldn't be either if you were in the middle of a gang war. He is the gang war. <laughs> hey, I've got Granada at home to Sevilla. They're 13-5. to Granada finished second in the second division, so they got automatic promotion last year. They only lost twice at home all season last year. The last one was in February, so they're unbeaten 13 competitive games at home. And they beat Sevilla pre-season. And they scored four goals away to Villarreal on Saturday, the weekend there. So they do score goals. Sevilla actually had a terrible record away from home competitive football at the end of the season. They actually lost seven of the last ten competitive games, including a massive defeat against Slavia Prague that knocked them mm-hmm. out of the Europa League. I the Sevilla still have a reasonably strong squad, although a very weak defence. Like their attack still goes, still got Diego Nelito, but for 13-5, to five, looking around, Granada against Sevilla. So they beat them, as I said, beat them 2-1 three weeks ago in pre-season when they both had full-strength teams out. I think Granada for the win here is the way to go. If you want to be more conservative, take both teams to score. But I'm going to go Granada to win 13-5. Decent. Um, Saturday, 12.30 for me, English Premier League, Norwich versus Chelsea. I'm taking Norwich two games into the Premier League season. Uh, Timo Bouquet looked really good last week. Um, and Chelsea look like a team that are in transition, I think, from yeah a, a style of play over the last, what, three managers now, and Lampard's trying to do something completely different, and I don't think they're quite there yet. Chelsea need to decide what they want. Well, I think Lampard's got a pretty clear vision in his head, well, as, as, as and, for him as a manager. And you would assume that's been discussed with Abramovich to say, this is going to take time now, we'll yes. be, and we can't buy anyone, so... And it, it, but, but Chelsea are a big club and their fans expect victories so I think the pressure's getting on them slightly it's only two games in but I think the pressure will be on them slightly to, to put in a, a victory against Norwich and I think that'll make it harder for Chelsea you're getting 16-5 to five on Norwich it's over 3-1 to one. I think that's it's, it's good decent, odds yeah. decent odds yeah I'm trying to think what I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be taking Chelsea at under evens no neither would I I think we've just said this a few times you're on the right side of the odds Yeah. I think I'd be inclined to maybe look at Norwich not to lose because mm-hmm. I think you probably maybe still get maybe even money for that yeah you would but um, I, I, I prefer the it's the outsider yeah I'm, I'm looking and for something that's see to be honest I looked return. around every, every league like I was in every single league I could think of and I couldn't find much this week for anything like even in a lot in like the Polish, Slovakian, Serbian, Czech leagues—the bigger teams are playing each other. Yeah, 
yeah. so, and it's still early in the season, so it was a toss of a coin for value. The outsiders were brutal, like trying to find anything. I mean, I've got eight games sort of highlighted here in Flashcore that I might have talked about, and only one of them is an outsider, and yeah. it's this one, because I couldn't find and, anything else. And then on top of that as well, there was a couple of bankers that were like one to seven. Yeah. I'm like, right, I can't put in a one to seven. Uh, you need an eight to seven, yeah. John. <laughs> uh, Arsenal are away at Liverpool, and you'll get them at approximately five to one. Do you know why that is? Just because I'd love it to happen. But then, see, to be honest, they've, they've probably not won in their last five visits, so in theory... And they're due. <laughs> they're due. For those odds. Yeah, that, you need to bump the odds up to six to one next year. Just, um... Yeah, so, sorry, it's uh, Norwich, 16 to five. I think it's a good bet. I mean, haven't we talked about Chelsea Leicester last week? When I asked at the end, I said, what do you think of Chelsea Leicester? Like, I mean, they'll struggle, Chelsea. but Chelsea will win. Aye. It's just, they're just not there at the moment. I know. My charity is not in the French leagues. Oh, are we doing charity first? Yeah, I, I do charity then treble, and you can cool. come in on charity. It doesn't matter which way; it's easy for me. Ah, but the charity is treble, so you need yours, then ours, then yours, and then back to you again. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> right, so the, the first of the charity. See, it worked as a two last week. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, the uh, <laughs> English start are at home to Rostock. They um, won the last three historic. They're top of the league. Rostock's last 10 games have been 1-1, one, one, drawn 1, lost 8. So, uh, Ingolstadt <laughs> at home are 5-7. to seven. How far into the season are we? Six games? Is that five games? It's very early it's, in the, oh, they're top, in the right. season. Yeah. They're clear top. They're clear top and they're playing against Rostock and Rostock are not very good. So, I mean, I'm happy with Ingolstadt for this one. Um, I actually had looked at them last week and they won 3-0 away against Energy Cop Bus as well so they're, they're doing they're doing pretty well it's a comfortable victory away from home so they're back at home this week playing Hansa Rostock um, my charity pick is Real Madrid at home to Valladolid and yes that is a game that's like 1-6 so don't worry <laughs> the additional part of the bet is there's going to be over 3.5 goals in the game there has been an 8 of the last 10 meetings at the Bernabeu involving these teams Madrid won 3-1 away at Celta Vigo it had been reduced to 10 men at 1-0 this Madrid team have goals in them I see Zidane and the bail things just disappeared and cleared up because he started to play the full game and he set up the first goal so time's a great healer John it, it's amazing that isn't it? it's almost like maybe Zidane wanted to get something out of him and it seems like he maybe has are, oh are you crediting Zidane with incredible man management here yes I it's <laughs> almost supposed what... to just be raging and then leaving it and then, <laughs> and then having to back down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's one so, way to spin it. So Real Madrid to win and over three point five goals in the game is seven to five. So you're getting good odds for that. Eight out of ten times it's happened. Valladolid still ship a lot of goals, even when they're promotion last year. My pick's also seven to five. We're in the Scottish Championship Saturday, three PM, Dundee United away at Dunfermline. Uh Dundee United have won both their opening games, sit top of the league on six points. Lauren Shankland has scored five goals across those two games already. But the reason that I've picked this game, well, one, I'll be at it, so that'll be uh, good fun to watch, <laughs> is Dundee United absolutely love this fixture. So since 2011, the sides have played 20 times, and Dundee United have won 14 of them, five draws, and only one Dunfermline win. And that wasn't even at East End Park, that was an, an anomaly at Tannadice. So they like going to East End Park, and they like winning there. So 7-5 for Dundee United. So when's your game? My game's Friday night. When's your game? Saturday at 3 o'clock. Oh, fuck, so mine's Saturday night. 
So it could be two wait, in again. Waiting on me again. Waiting on you. Right. If you've got a cash out and you're following the charity tribal, you you would be wise to use it after two matches <laughs> yes. the last couple of weeks. <laughs> You just see, you just see uh, Gareth Bale start to transition into Kirk Broadfoot. You're like, no, it's happening. No, because what what will be worse is the most unlucky thing that happens is uh, you've got over three and a half goals, and it, Real Madrid just shut it down. It's three 0 <laughs> Yeah, or it ends two each. <laughs> no, because then like you're quite far off it anyway. Like, but if if you get the win right and I, just miss the goals, it's I extra annoying. There's been some. Massive results involving these two. So It'll be fine. There's, been a, yeah. there's been a six-one and seven-two in those last ten meetings. This will be a lot of yeah. goals. Um, I like it. I like yeah, it. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be four or five-one. Happy with that? Then that's good. Let's, let's so to recap the charity, it's Ingolstadt, Dundee United, and, and Real, Real Madrid, Madrid over three and a half. Five. Yep. So Real Madrid win and over three and a half, not just over three and a half because you got less odds. Okay. So for the treble and. It is Friday night, but there's one anomaly in it and that we're not using the French League the whole time here. So, I know, shock and horror, sacre bleu. Um, <laughs> does, does, does Gary have another siren? Like, a different siren a different from size. the Kilmarnock siren? <laughs> but is that what these buttons are? Just a variety of sirens? You could do that. I'd be know, so up for that. Can. It's just really annoying turning them up and down because they, they seem to linger too long. It's got a short siren? No, but the noise, it just keeps playing it. Oh. It has like a set time it's going to be on for. <laughs> Six minutes. You Six can... minutes siren. You can do that, that's right. Um, so, yeah, my three games. So, the first one is Paris FC at home. Uh, sorry, AC Ajaccio at home to Paris FC. Paris FC have lost their five last five away. AC Ajaccio won their last game 4-1 at home. Um, I'm, I'm quite comfortable with AC Ajaccio winning this one. Paris FC are a bit of an anomaly in the late season for the last two years. They seem to pick up all their points and survive. Uh, they are Hamilton, oh. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, but we're early it's season. The only the time anyone's ever compared Paris to, to Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Paris FC are uh, so AC Ajaccio are five to four at home. Uh, the second game is Chambly at home to Chateauroux. Chambly, Chambly. This sh- the French just sounds like wine, doesn't it? It does. Everything. Chateauroux, Chateauroux. Chambly. Chambly. The wine, the wine, the, the, the wine derby. Is that what we're going for here? Uh, so we've got Chambly at home to Chateauroux. Chambly draw a lot at home, admittedly, but Chateauroux have lost their last four away. Conceded six, scored none. Uh, Chambly were excellent two weeks ago. They they don't they don't score many goals, but they also don't concede many. I fancy them to win at home here. Um, and they're nine to ten. And the final game, moving swiftly along to Portugal, is Rio Ave at home to Aves. Aves have lost their last eight away. <laughs> are they? Have they dropped the division? Uh, no, no, I don't think they have. Actually, They're both them are still both them are still top division. Uh, Rio Ave are, are been pretty good, so the charity treble is coming in at a ten ten pound stake would get you eighty two pounds back on bet three six five currently That's for the French French Portuguese French treble. French Portuguese. Um, so yes, it'll be wine and custard tarts all yeah. around. I just don't know how I feel betting against a former team of Ryan Gold. Well, you'd bet against Sheffield Wednesday. Or, you said you didn't, want to, you didn't care about Hamburg two weeks ago. That's true. Um, and there was That's actually, true. there's another interesting game and a game I should have mentioned last week and disappointed I didn't in that Mets beat Monaco at home. So Mets moved up a division into uh, League One. So Mets beat Monaco at home 3-0. So this was your outsider that you tried to call the week before? Yeah, Strasbourg and, and in Strasbourg and they were 0-0. Um, so Mets, uh, last week they beat Monaco 3-0 at home, 12-5. The big, big price. Um, disappointed but to have not... Monaco are fucked. They are really bad. So Mets this week are playing... Uh, Angers, I don't know how. Angers. Angers. Angers away. 
I don't fancy him as much because Angers, uh, Angers lost to Arsenal. Is the only team they've lost to in the last five at home. Um, yeah, but it, most people would lose to Arsenal. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so we've got five to one, five, <laughs> four, four at five. Uh, Angers have won at home, so that's the only reason we're not talking about Mets this week. But I think they, they will one that will feature heavily in my picks throughout the season because I think they'll surprise a lot of people in that French division by having a pretty solid team of French under twenty ones. There's three play for them, so uh, good. anything else we want to know? I would say if Shaka starts against Liverpool, guess what? Card o'clock. He's getting a yellow card. Yep. See if he doesn't start, Gendouzi will. He'll get a yellow card as well. <laughs> See if they both start. They both get double cards. yellow. Have you seen? Have you seen the picture of Gunduzi and David Luiz pointing at each other as sideshow bobs, like sideshow bob and sideshow? What's um, bob Mel? No, no, no. That's not sideshow Mel. Sideshow Mel's different there, Simpsons character. It's Bob's was, brother. There was one with Gunduzi on the ground, and Ashley Barnes was trying to pick him up. Mm-hmm. And David Luiz in the picture behind me, and it's the bubbler and Gunduzi saying, "Don't make me get my big brother." <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, See on the, can we just do one VAR mention? <sighs> Have you seen the Pogba penalty? Yes. Yes. He's off. He's not off the line. His foot's behind the line. No, but they, they, they don't. They don't review no, that. The, pe- the penalty is. decision. Uh, yeah, he clips him just in the second angle. In the second, yes, yeah. right, yeah. good. I'm glad everyone's seen that. Yeah, I was having a massive argument with some like Man City fans. Well, what were they saying? They're saying it's that it's the dive and VAR's made to clear this up, and I was like, no, 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 it's the, not a dive. He gets the second he's, angle. He's, yeah, and I was trying. It's really hard when you're to, running that fast, right? That's but, gonna put. He, he maybe exaggerates the fall, but, but see if you're trying to plant the foot that you're about to plant, getting yeah. tripped. You're gonna fall funny anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's no way because you need to totally yeah. rebalance your whole body yeah. and your center of gravity yeah, in order so not could, to hurt yourself. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a Man City fan. I, I'm so going to let it go. I'm gonna go even further here. See, even if he hadn't touched them, it should still have been a penalty because Pogba has to ride that challenge or get out of the way of someone that's recklessly flew in there. I don't think contact is necessarily the be all and end all. See sometimes, now, see, see if you're never going to get the ball in me, right? And I'm running through on goal, and you just slide violently across and me. I have to jump you. If I have, to, if I'm good enough to not get hurt by being agile enough to jump over you, that doesn't mean I still shouldn't get the still in, well, intent, get the foul. Intense meant to be a foul. Yeah, like if you try, if you try and kick someone off the ball, and you don't make contact, you're still getting sent off for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's happening because. Um, the thing I think now, see that you've got VR, so you have actual reason to back up why decisions are made. There's no reason why refs shouldn't do a press conference after the match or a quick interview or the video ref does an interview from the station mm. to say, these are why I've made these decisions. I mean, they're, they're kind of trying to do that, aren't they, in the studio by having an ex-referee in an to ex-ref explain decisions who's, who's not who's actually maybe part not of the decision. maybe not briefed on what's yeah. actually happening, yeah. I'll see that the ex-ref part's my favourite bit because it's always the same thing. It's like, and uh, yeah, we'll go to Clive. Who, who's the ref they, they always go to? I can't remember the boy's name. Anyway, it's always going to him and it's like, I think that's the correct decision there. It's like, right, there's a real surprise. It's an absolute <laughs> shock that you think that's the right decision. Um, yep. Same as always. Join share, your Facebook group. Share, review, retweet. How's the trample bet? Uh, how's the trample bet draft fantasy football? Oh, the draft. Yep. So we've got, we've got two leagues. We've got the the main two league. Leagues. Yeah. Two so there's the main league that's just your standard team that you create, and then you can just enter into the league. So that's that's quite a, a large league now. Uh, Ross Methvin, who scored 52 points the weekend, taking his total to 136. But an honourable mention for Neil Moore, right behind on 135. Um, bottom of that league is. Gary Black, who called his team Isolmere Vocals. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> get points just but, for that. But did try and pick an only Scottish 11, which is very hard to do. 
That's right, he did do that, didn't he? Yeah, so they've accumulated 50 But I do like that because it's very in keeping with what we're trying to do, which is promote Scottish football. Absolutely. Uh, and our, but that, So that's the overall league. The draft league, however, is uh, we're, we're, we're playing for money. So there was an entry fee associated with this. And uh, eight teams. I am currently in eighth. But I, I took the... I, I do this in fantasy baseball as well. Try and take injured or suspended players higher up the draft because people are leaving them. Right, okay. Right. Well, so, so, and maybe, yeah, so maybe in a few weeks' time... You've got them already? I've got, so Sun comes back for me this week and everyone avoided him because he was suspended for the first two game weeks. So hopefully I get a wee bit of uh, a transition in my fortunes this week. But uh, Werder Benzman, Ben Conley is top, uh, who actually missed the draft and got computer auto-drafted, so I'm giving him no credit for Wait, that. Wait, did he, did he beat me in the end? Yes, because he has six points. Ah. Uh, and you have zero points. Yeah, that's, that's what same, I was going to say. Same as me. I, so it's, I was it, winning up until Monday night. He must have a load of Man United players on his team. So as opposed to the standard league, this is a head-to-head league where you automatically get matched with another player in the fixture list. Ah. Whichever one of you has the highest total. Yeah. So it's a you, much better you, way of doing it. So you, you can have the second highest points yeah, so of the whole week and lose. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I lost to the average first week. <laughs> <laughs> then I lost to Ben. He's not. Ben isn't even in the country. He's not even in any like nearby country. He's in the Cayman Islands. You can make up for it this week against Jason Stott. Oh, that's good. I've got him. Tw- I'm playing him in the fantasy baseball this week as well. That'll be an Double easy week. win. That'll be an easy win oh, in the yeah. baseball. Absolutely. So yeah, join join the Facebook group. Uh, do get involved. We've got a community there that that share tips, um, share different things, bits and pieces of advice, and also just have general good chat about all football related gambling. Yep. And on the Trample Bet Twitter page, we will try and post all highlights and all clips of games on the Tuesday now, so that when you actually hear this podcast, it might make sense or drive you to the page to go listen. One, can we do one last shout out for Chris Kelly on our Facebook page uh, doing taking Rangers to win the treble this year it odds of 50 to 1 50, 50, 50 to 1 and then it, the odds immediately dropped the next day to like 20 to 1 what? Yeah. so he's got some decent value so I wouldn't be touching value. that at 20 to 1 uh, not a chance no, um, not at 20 but 50 I would have had a 5 just for a laugh absolutely yeah. so uh, so Chris the end of the season good, good, good luck, luck Chris <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely good luck but at the same time alright okay <laughs> you can get me at John Walker underscore nineteen eighty six. You can get me at ASV Sports. And you can get me at underscore Gordo Mick. And you can get us all at TrampleBet. Have a good week. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.